yo, yo, we back on. You hear, you hear me? I can, but it's still the same. Like, oh my god, damn, nigga. Um. I heard that when you when you when you blew into the Nintendo. I don't know why all of a sudden this shit is doing this. I hear you now, like loud and clear now. For real? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, fuck. This is the Who Knows podcast once again. We didn't had like three tries with this shit. We trying to get it for y'all. Trying to get it going. By the way, um, I'm TK, Terry Hesselhoff, Terrence. Yo, 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 this is Craig, what up? My nigga's real L.A. nigga, what's happening? And you got Casey, you know how we started, coffee and kush. Yeah, yeah, coffee and kush. <laughs> uh, but we gonna get back into it. We was talking about the marijuana epidemic and all the shit that they doing with it. We was talking about the legislation and how they trying to make it federally legal. And Casey knows more about it than any of us. So, just to kind of sum it up, it's basically the new capitalism. It's what is going to support United States for the next two decades. And if we go to war, maybe even more. You know what I'm saying? Think about it. For real. What do you think, Cray? We can do anything and everything with it because we've been doing anything and everything with it, so why not? They just found a new way to capitalize off that shit and get more money off of it. Because before before then, they classified marijuana as the same shit as cocaine and heroin. Mm-hmm. So why the fuck would they do a natural plant like that when... And it's more natural state. It's more natural state. Thank you. Right. You hey, Cray. Don't let your but, uh, phone go black, nigga. I think that's the problem. Don't let it turn off. Got you. I'm a. I'm that's a, all right. You I'm got a, a lesbian uh, right here. I'm gonna keep my finger on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bar. Uh, that's a <laughs> but yeah, no, it, this shit is getting crazy now, man. Especially because I seen like there's a lot of um like fake oil. Oil uh, mm-hmm. pens going that, around like that shit is that crazy, and they putting fentanyl in it, and it's like niggas is people really out here just trying to kill people. Like at the end of the really? day, that's basically what it is. I think I had some fake oil a while back, like some um, I had you know my um my little weed pen I had. Mm. Yeah, nigga, I I bought some. It was supposed to have been cinnamon toast crunch, but I think it was some fake shit, right? Cause that sh- when I hit that sh- when I hit that shit that shit choked the fuck out of me like nigga I I think anything with that kind of name like cinnamon toast crunch I think it might have been fake my nigga yeah I think it was too and because they're supposed to have like weed names from weed they're supposed to be labeled it's like yeah it was like, like it was weed names like cinnamon toast crunch like type of thing. I ain't never heard that. Like, see, because they trying to get niggas. They trying to get niggas with the taste, but I never heard that. Like, it's that strange. It didn't even taste like cinnamon toast crunch, bro. See, yeah, nah. See, niggas be that shit's crazy, bro. Nah, that's what's crazy, bro. Like, some people don't give a fuck. 
I believe they should be teaching uh kids in elementary school, at least junior high, different types of indica and sativa, because I believe it's gonna be the future. So like they need to learn the different types, the different strains, know what it looks like so that nobody feeds them no bullshit. Exactly. And the sad part is that they 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 won't because they'll st- they're st- always gonna treat it like it's a f- like a crazy type of drug that no one should ever ever touch and shit like that, which is wild. Yeah, dying cocaine, cocaine, don't die. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Man, bro, this shit is wild. Yo, uh, have y'all seen that uh show Snowfall? Mm-mm. I haven't seen it, but I heard it's it's, it's Yeah, bro. When y'all see it, we definitely got to give a recap on it. Y'all gotta y'all gotta binge watch that. Y'all gonna love that. I think it's based off of that guy, right? Uh, Rick Ross. And, uh, and yeah, him him or Frank Lucas or one of them. Rick Ross is a legitimate person. He's not no fat ass bastard rapping, yeah. claiming to be something. of the eighties. I mean, had connections. Yeah. It's based off of him or him or Frank Lucas, one of them, because the nigga name is Franklin in the show. Frank Lucas was he was he was cocaine and heroin in the seventies until that nigga went into um, um, custody. They finally got his ass. They they put that nigga in uh, protective service. Ain't you sense, so nigga? Still had to connect after that yeah. though. He went to his yeah. connect. The crazy thing is, though, they they have a war on drugs, but they pushing it. But they but them the ones pushing it, not Rick Ross and Frank. No, Lewis. nigga, it was a they they <laughs> used the that they used the money. What was his name? Is it Escobar? Yeah, Pablo. Motherfucking Pablo Escobar didn't do nothing that nobody would do if the government come knocking on your door. Say, hey, would you like to make some money? He had niggas right. on paper. No, the crazy shit is, nigga, the fuck the government used the drug money to fund wars. Yes, yeah. Oh. Let's let's address that part right there. For nothing. What 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 the fuck is the war about? Greed, money, oil. They oh, wanted yes. that oil. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you a story. Man. It's money. My daddy went to the what was that war in the '90s? The Middle East War. The Vietnam. Uh, Nah, nah. Go for it. My daddy went to the go for it, right? This is when they exposed them to Agent Orange and all that. So my dad was responsible for picking up the dead bodies. Damn. What's ironic, the ironic thing about it is the war doesn't publish the number correctly. I think they say there's like a few casualties, less than 100. I don't right, believe right, that. Right. My daddy brought home pictures of a whole like wooden crate full of dead bodies. Everybody he picked up. He would have pictures in a helicopter on the top. There'd be like seven, eight bodies laying there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that right there was a reality check that they're not going to tell you everything about war. Is that they gave them niggas cocaine? Mm. They gave them niggas cocaine, bro. And them niggas would take cocaine because it would make them fearless. It would make them be able to do like whatever the fuck they needed to do. Why do you think they was giving them cocaine though? To be fearless, nigga. You, you, they wanted to win the war, regardless of how many casualties it was. I'll put it on the counter. Yeah, bro, this shit is crazy. But, uh, 
Yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> That's big right there. <laughs> that's, if she was to be, if she was to be a golden girl, she would be Dorothy. <laughs> right. That's Taser. No, that's your mama. <laughs> oh, that's mom's. <laughs> Where's she at? She need she need she need to pop up on the podcast. She left. Uh uh, she messed up. Uh, did y'all hear me talking about that nigga that drowned after proposing to his girlfriend? Yeah, that was some sad shit. That's crazy. That is sad, man. Hmm. That goes to that you. I mean, not to fucking joke about it or nothing, but that goes man, to hey, that you don't. We can make jokes. We 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 trying to we trying to make people laugh, bro. Get people through the days. I'm not saying like I, I'm scared to say something. I'm just saying like they go to show you like you shouldn't like go. For, you you shouldn't look for love. Love should look for you yeah. because I mean, right, 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 right. If you go looking for love, you're gonna fucking drown. Yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> like <laughs> you is a dumb nigga, man, bro. If you if you go, <laughs> if, thank you. If you go looking for love, bro, you gonna. Oh, you was about to fall, nigga. I was. I caught him. <laughs> that nigga, that nigga be falling. I got some stories about that nigga falling. Shut the fuck up. That nigga great. Don't let that nigga get drunk and high at the same time. Nah, that's a bad mix. Craig, what up? I might need to tell this story right quick. Man. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> I'm ready for that shit, bro. You ready? I got a story. I got a story. <laughs> All right, you tell your story. You tell your story. Right, so check this out. <clears throat> Here I am, 20 years old. You know, starting to like really get into, you know, smoking blondes, smoking the black and miles, but the gold ones, you know, freaking them, getting into them. Yeah. And uh, I was at my Auntie Claudia's house. She wasn't supposed to come home till like 10 o'clock at night. And, you know, we babysitting the nephew. And the nephew, he's like in the sixth grade, but, you know, he caught the canyon on fire. That's another story. But we like, okay, he's old enough. He's cool, right? So I go, right. I'm high as shit. I'm like, bad. I'm going to make you a ramen. I'm going to be chilling. Then Auntie Claudia shows up, dude. I had to run to the bathroom. Grab <laughs> my Visine. and But this is the messed up part. This is how high I was, okay? I didn't grab Visine. I grabbed the crystal blue mouth drops that you tripping. Oh, shit. <laughs> I had a blue eye. I had like a smurf eye. It was horrible. Damn. Like, Damn. Yeah, dude. My eye burned instantly <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even red it was blue and then what's fucked up is my aunt Claudia walks in and I have like one blue eye <laughs> and one red eye damn damn that's wild one was crib one was blood that's comedy the crib eye was on on fire though. That shit was. <laughs> <laughs> no, the left eye, the grip eye was frosty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
man. Quick commercial. Well, I'm going to say this story about my nigga Cray, okay? This nigga Cray is infamous <laughs> for falling or just sliding down a wall when this nigga's faded, high, <laughs> and twisted. My nigga, okay, so one day, we're drunk. We, we smoked probably like two, three months. We drunk as hell. I go back in the crib. This is when me and Sierra was living out there. I go back in the crib, me and Sierra kicking it. Uh, she tells me she's Sierra's my girl for the listeners, just so y'all don't know. Just for y'all that don't know. Uh, she tells me, uh, you should go check on Cray. I'm like, all right. So I go out there. This nigga chilling. He, this nigga chilling. I think he's chilling. I go out there. I'm like, yo, you should come inside, bro. He's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm like, oh, this nigga's knocked the fuck out. So I tell him again, I'm like, yo, nigga, you got to come inside, bro. It's getting cold as fuck out here. He's like, all right, all right. <laughs> I go back in the house. I turn around to see if this nigga coming inside. This nigga gets up, puts <laughs> his arm on the rail, and the whole top of his body swings, <laughs> swings down. This nigga whole face hits it. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga whole whole face hit the railing. This nigga this nigga sat up, grabbed his nose, and just walked in the house. Lay on the couch and fell asleep. And in the morning this nigga said <laughs> This nigga said This nigga said, What happened to my nose? I was dying. Like it's it was it was wild. Hear me? Bro, bro, are you still? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. you hear, is my shit oh. fucked up? No, no, no. You good? I, I thought, I thought, I thought you, I thought the shit had fucked up again. No, it did. It did. I had to fucking it take out my headphones. Yo, it's all good though. Fuck it, nigga. They, they going This is what happens. Like, it's our very first episode. It's gonna be some bumps in the road. Nigga, my shit still fucked up my nose. I didn't even feel that shit, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, you, you just rubbed it when you came in. You sat you, you sat on the couch and knocked out. Mm. Nigga. Um, nigga, that shit was fucking wild as fuck, bro. Huh. See that's see that's see smoking with you and that nigga Meech will have a nigga do some shit like that. <laughs> you and that nigga, you and that nigga see nigga, I drink more than I smoke. Y'all smoke more than y'all drink. So nigga smoking with y'all niggas? Nah, man. Y'all motherfuckers have a nigga walking walking in the walking motherfucking with walking with Jesus <laughs> and shit. Walking on the clouds, nigga. Nah, that's me. 
now, see, that's me. That nigga needs to be on an episode of the podcast too, because motherfucking this nigga will. All right, we'll smoke a blunt. You should be like, hey, five minutes later, hey, hey. That nigga Meech. Come on, man. come on, man. Come on, just just one more. And then this nigga, we take we take five shots. Hey, T. <laughs> T. You trying to shoot it? Trying trying to shoot? I'm like nigga, <laughs> we drunk as fuck. What are you talking about? <laughs> then the nigga end up throwing just up. More. Just just one more. This nigga, night. we we gonna go. I'm like, all right, nigga. One, this is the last one. I'm not taking no more. I'm gonna go to sleep. This nigga going, all right, bro, take the last shot, go lay down on the couch. Next uh, thing, me and Sierra in the kitchen, this nigga <laughs> on the floor, <laughs> throwing up all over himself. I said, nigga, I wake him up. I said, bro, get a towel or, or, or go wipe yourself off. He said, all right. I go in the room, come back out. This nigga still sleeping his fucking, in his vomit. I said, nigga, go take a shower. He goes in the bathroom and puts water on himself, bro. Gets the throw up off himself. Get comes back out in the living room and passes back out. Mm. That nigga meets is a one of a kind nigga, man. I swear. <laughs> I've been there Dude, I was in the backseat of my homegirl's car, throwing up and eating Hershey Kiss hugs. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, nah, I've I, oh man, I'd have been driving home out my window. Uh, uh, you said her. driving home. Yeah. <laughs> horrible. That's horrible. Over, man. I, I got. I got. to tell the truth. For all the listeners that's listening, take you. Y'all need to find BC powders. Right. Mm. You know, that's that's just nasty. Nasty. No. It works. No. It works like in five fucking minutes. Don't buy no motherfucking Motrin. Don't buy no ibuprofen. Add bill nothing. We ain't, that we, shit. we ain't getting paid for BC powder, motherfucker. Yeah, but I'm trying to let motherfuckers know that someone get a hangover. Fuck BC. Nah, BC need to some niggas. BC need to sponsor us, nigga. BC powder, sponsor a nigga. Who knows podcast? We finna be number one. Well, well, then when they start sponsoring, I'm gonna start. When they sponsor, I'm gonna start advertising their ass because the shit works. Yo, and I want to let y'all know we do, uh, we do have a uh, shit that we can we gonna we gonna divvy up. I, I, I'm gonna call y'all after this and talk to y'all about it. But uh, we could get into uh, what do y'all what do y'all what do y'all think? Like, what do y'all think about religion? You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I've been on, to be quite honest with you, nigga, I don't even, I don't believe in religion anymore. Right. Not saying I don't believe in God. Let me clarify that. There is a higher power. There is a higher religion. As far as being a Christian, a Baptist, a Mormon, a Catholic, all that bullshit. Religion was man-made. That's man-made shit. Spirituality is different. You spirituality is knowing there's a higher power. That's that's what you is. You spiritual. It spirituality ain't. is knowing that you can find any answer within yourself. You don't need a third person, like they say. Oh, you need Jesus. You you need Jesus to talk to God. 
No, you don't. You all you need to do is meditate and pray and find the inner the the energy and find the higher power within yourself and connect with the higher power, which is God, mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call God. God is not a he, is not a she, mm-hmm. is not none of that. God is not a person, okay? So that whole he, God, he's he this and he that, God is not a person. So he can't be a fucking he. Mm-hmm. Okay, see, I think that if there's a God, I believe that's in her. I only women are able to give life. You know what I mean? That. So I think that, like, what we what do we call what do we call nature? Mother. Mother. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, and what is that's the most powerful thing we have on this planet. So if you take that into consideration with what God does, if Mother Nature isn't God, then what is? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, God controls everything. See now, see now, see now, you're talking some truth now. Which is why, not to segue back to our previous conversation, but which is why humans have the endocannabinoid system because mm-hmm. it's something that is in us to take advantage of that natural nature state, right? Such as we. Also, DMT. DMT is in our brain. Mm, yep, it sure is. Crazy, and DMT comes off bark of a tree. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. I used to um, I was raised Catholic. I was baptized. Right. But I ain't going to lie. Growing up, you know, religion was taught more as a fear tactic. Exactly. And then um, I got to an age where, you know, I wanted to check out different churches. And at that point, my mom and dad, my dad kind of wasn't there. But my mom was like, you know, do whatever. Do you figure yourself out? So I done went from to Baptist churches. I done went to the infamous uh what's that guy name in Compton? Uh the old man with the raspy voice. Talking about um Reverend Price. Oh, uh Pastor Noel Jones. Yeah. I done went to his church. Lady. I went from you know, Baptist churches to I wasn't I I married a Mormon man, believe it or not. I wasn't allowed to go into their church. Really? They didn't deem me worthy. You know what I'm saying? But at some Wait, point, you married you married a man? Yeah, I did. Really? Yeah. I know it's hard to believe because you see me, but I guess you can say I'm like an Eminem. My outside is harder, but on the inside, I'm chocolatey and sweet. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a product really? of things that have happened to me. So I'm not the most feminine, you know, girly girl. Like, but. I still do have a female demeanor, and if you really get to know me, y'all hear me out, y'all understand. Like my, no, I, I know, I know. I'll bring like that that perspective to the show. So I like pussy, yeah. but it's cool. I had the dick, it was alright, you know. But mm-hmm. I'm with me. That part. That part. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. not the not the real. And I, I, I really didn't know that. That's crazy. So you, yeah, you a lot of people don't know that. Story. So that, that's that's cool as hell. I like that. But you know, I don't, I don't. I'm like I'm like cray. I don't have. I don't believe in it anymore. It's just too much. I have too many questions, and you know, nobody's giving me my answer. But you want me to? I believe, like I say, I give my blessings, and I say God. I do believe in God. I take it even to the level that part of me believe in aliens too. So figure that one out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I believe in aliens. So completely. 
There's no possible way. There's no way that we can believe in other universes and then to be like, no, but yeah, it's other universes, but ain't ain't. There's nobody on them shits. They the just most they just rippiest video. Have you seen that movie Encounters? Never seen. Have you ever seen that? Encounters uh, of the Fourth Kind. I think it came out. Mind. 2014, 2013. The fourth kind with that with that crackhead looking girl? Yeah, the psychiatrist. So the story goes, her daughter was kidnapped. Nobody knows. But there's actual live footage that she yeah, was taken. Yeah, that shit is fucking crazy. The most scariest part of that was when she was interviewing this guy who has been who's been saying that he's been, you know, getting abducted by aliens. And there's an actual part where this man body his body physically deforms. It's on camera. His his whole everything changes. And I believe it was an alien because what came through and what was said is we are your gods. We are your your saying. We are the thing that you fear and love the most. For that to be recorded and to see what I saw, you can't tell me, you can't tell me. Jesus died for my sins just for there to be evil on this earth. I can't believe that. There has to be more to it then. There has to be. Well, Jesus, I'm going to tell you this, how Jesus came along with my perspective, my opinion. Julius Caesar is Jesus. Who? Uh, that, that Julius Caesar, that's who they depicted as Jesus. That's who they made into Jesus. Julius Caesar's son. Yeah. Because um, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, Jesus how Jesus came along. Jesus came along with the, the, the ancient Roman and the Catholic shit, that type of shit. They needed a God, quote unquote, to believe in. So they made Jesus up and that's how that shit came along. But the thing is though, the thing is though, what I'm gonna say is how can you have a man that quote unquote is the son of God and he died for your sins and 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 we have to we 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 have to pray to be forgiven. Now we shouldn't have to pray to be be forgiven if it was already forgiven from the beginning with right or wrong. I mean, if you love me, you love me as I am. You, you don't love, love me to as change I am. me because it, you you know you already know who the fuck I am. So you just that's just like this. You don't need quote unquote Jesus to go to God. If you want to go to God, you go to God your goddamn self. You don't need right. a church either. You don't need a church. You don't need a middleman. How about that? You don't need people to live. You talk to God anytime, anytime, any day, any place. You can feel God. You can, if you want to talk to God. That's just simple. You don't have to say, "Hey, thank you, Jesus. Oh, I need to talk to God. Oh, Lord, help me." And then you you don't need that because guess what? All the answers is within you. Any answer you're looking for is within you. You ain't going to find the answer right away because guess what? You ain't done living life. You ain't done living life until this motherfucker is done, until you die. Right. So and if you is. believe in God, then God already gave you the answers. Nigga, you just got to find them. Hey, now. Hey, motherfucker, now. You, there you go. That motherfucking part right there. What they say, God will repeat the lesson until you get it through. That part right there. You know how many hoes I done dated? <laughs> To realize I was attracted to a certain crazy ass type of female. <laughs> How many? Let me know. It's too many. At least five. I definitely. I know you. I know you got some stories. Oh man, I got stories to tell. I got some great lesbian stories, man. Yeah, I have things happen to me that I couldn't even believe happened to me. I'm trying to hear them. But 
check this out first. <laughs> I'm just like, look, because you know why? I ain't gonna do nothing. I'm not gonna say nothing that ain't no little female not gonna tell they do. So it's like, y'all my dude. Look at y'all might as well know what's up. I ain't got nothing to hide. Right. So check this out. First, we we, we gonna tell some stories too. I was 18. Homegirl came to the hotel. We was having a hotel party, drinking, smoking. Homegirl showed up with some dice. You know those dice. You roll it. It's a suck neck, suck nipple. Yeah. I got (laughs) wasted off that, man. Mm, It ain't worth red. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I got... They weren't. But the handcuffs were, though. So I figured that part. So look... I got so drunk, I passed out. I literally blacked out. That's my only blackout experience that I could say I don't remember anything. Cool, right? The next day right. I wake up, I don't have no pants on. I'm like, oh shit, got a hangover. And they, you know, my friends telling me, oh, I had to protect you. They was trying to get you. So I was like, what? No. You know, my friends or whatever, my little girlfriends. Turns out, it, it, <laughs> this was before cameras on phones. My home no, happened shit. to bring a, a camera, one of the disposable cameras. And for all y'all new millennials, it's a thing that was in the 90s right. yeah, where you so crank it, crank it you get about 25 <laughs> exposures. It was a little cardboard <laughs> box. Right? So, apparently, I made my she, she took pictures of everything. Everything. Two weeks later, I saw what happened. And I was like, I look happy as shit in that picture. But you know, first lazy experience, I don't remember it. It is what it is, but if I look happy, I figure obviously something was happening that was good. That's how that happened until her mom found the pictures and then it became a whole nother thing. That is comedy. That is comedy. (laughs) (laughs) I wanna I'm gonna address to you to you guys, okay? Because I believe it's a thing. I got son. And he has two moms, right? So I have to give him the whole, you like who you like, it is what it is. Right. I've, I have homeboys that are gay, and they've all told me the same thing, that there's been at least one encounter as a kid growing up where you be wrestling with your friends, and sometimes that friend just kind of make that wrong rap. Is, is, it wrong? <laughs> is it wrong? I don't, I mean, does it happen? Well, no. Let's I'm be a, honest. Let's I'm keep a, it 100. I'm gonna say this right here. I was, I was like maybe about five or six. Hey, get closer to the phone, okay? <laughs> I was about five, hey, hey, I was about five or six, and we were wrestling and shit. And then this nigga grabbed me on my nuts, <laughs> so I immediately flinched. I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like, hey, but. <laughs> I knew I didn't like being touched by a goddamn boy, so I'm like, hey, what the fuck? So like, oh, my bad, my bad. Are you going to tell him? I was like, no, I'm not going to tell him, but just don't grab me my nuts no more. And I was a bad kid, so I was cussing and all that shit like I do now. So I'm like, just don't grab me on my nuts again. So that happened, but that's the only thing that have ever happened to me in that whole type of experience, but but you had, that's what I'm saying. I, like, I had that the experience. experience happens to everybody. Just like with two girls, like, I had this little girl wanting to hump me. You know what I'm saying? I went over there thinking, we gonna play Power Rangers, and apparently we both can't be the pink Power Ranger. so 
she decided to dominate me and be the peak power. Oh shit! It is what it is. Like these experiences happen, and I had to tell my son this because he's going to junior high now, and as we all know, that's when shit starts. That's when they talk about it like it's water. Right. Only thing that's ever happened to me is that I was actually fighting this dude, and. Uh, we was fighting. I had him on the I had him on the floor. I had him in a headlock. I was hitting him in his face. Bam, 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 hitting him. I got this nigga in a headlock, so you know his face is like against my chest. Uh-huh. This nigga bit the I knew shit, shit out of my nipple. Oh I mean, wait, wait, whoa. <laughs> nah, hold on, back up, back up. I was thinking your rib cage. <laughs> no, my nipple. Like I mean. Left black and blue around my nipple. Mm. I, was like 10, I was like 11 years old. Nigga, I was whooping his ass. This nigga, my homie Dakota, my white, my white boy Dakota, was there. I'm whooping his ass. This nigga bites my nipple, bro. I pull him off my nipple and start hit him again. I say, "You just bit my shit. You just bit my fucking nipple." And Dakota, my my white boy Dakota, is sitting there laughing his ass off. Like this shit is funny. I lift up my shirt, bro. My shit is black, blue, and purple. Damn. You was turned on, huh? Nah. After that story. <laughs> I bet you would. I bet you don't be buying your girl's nipple that hard, though, huh? <laughs> you be taking, you be having flashbacks. I can't. I can't. She got, she got nipple piercings. You got to be careful. I used to have those, too. But, you know, like you said, you got to be careful because... They be getting caught on clothes and yanked out. Yeah. That takes that. This type should take the fun out of sucking nipples. Do it. I can see it because I didn't enjoy it when I had mine. Like, no, I don't take the fun out of it. Not not for me. I forgot you a goddamn alien. Yeah, yeah. Well, for me personally, like I feel like when I got it pierced, it was like a lightning bolt striking through the, my middle of the chest, and I just was like, "Wow, that was way more painful than I thought." Yeah, no, Sierra did not like it. She, uh-uh. she did not like that shit. That's. I, mm-hmm. I used to go to TJ, listen up my shirt, thinking I was going to be all special. AT and TJ. Tijuana. Yeah. Man, I'm so pissed that they ain't they, that they make you have to have a passport now. It's dangerous. It's too hot out there. They shooting. Mm-hmm. Like they, they really mm-hmm. shooting out there. They're not reporting it, but people are dying. When I was like ten. I got high with my cousin. I'm not going to say her name, but I got high with my cousin out of a fucking uh, highlighter. Like, you know, those <laughs> marker yeah. highlighters. She made a, uh, she made a pipe out of that. She got, she took one of the, one of the uh, screens out of the fucking faucet. She, she was yeah, on. Cool. Old school right there. Took the screen out. I was 10 years old. Took the screen out of the faucet. Uh, and took the took the marker out the shit, so all the shit was gone. Washed it out, put the screen on top of it. Went to the back of my shit, smoked. She had me smoke like a couple bowls, and that shit had me high as hell. Got back to the got back to my apartment building, bro. And she just made me like every fucking thing I wanted. But get this: like a week or two after, she brings her boyfriend over because she's like. Uh, She's like, uh, he, we just need somewhere to stay. Da da da. We'll babysit Terrence with knowing damn well I don't need a damn babysitter because I've been by myself the whole time when I was that age. 
her ass comes over. My mom carpools with her coworker. So boyfriend wakes up and I woke up. I woke up in the, I woke up early in the fucking morning and I was like, no, I'm good. I can go back to sleep. I woke up early in the morning. Something told me to get my ass up, but I didn't. Her fucking boyfriend stole my mom's car, her Honda. Mm -mm. Stole that motherfucker and drove it to Tijuana. And uh, I forgot how we found out. My mom got home and seen her car was gone. And that nigga was gone. And fucking me, I was like 10, 11 years old. Me and my homie Ricky was outside with bats and shit, thinking that he was going to come back just miraculously. But fucking, they ended up finding the car stripped down in Tijuana. My mom had like Christmas presents and shit in there. Damn. And I was like, damn, my mom kicked that. My mom kicked that bitch out, and they talked to her for a while. I don't know. That's, that's that. Yeah, that's that's some sad shit. <laughs> I got a feeling. I got a feeling I, who you talking about too. Yeah, I think you do. That's fucked up though. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Her getting me high at 10 years old is fucking fucked up in the first place. Her I fucking think I was uh, 11 first time I got high. First time I got high, I bought my joint by myself. I had my $5 for lunch. And I was like, fuck that. I'm going to get a joint. I bought me a fat-ass joint from Antoine. Because <laughs> he sat behind me in math class. Held it in my sock all day. And then as soon as I came home, lit it, started choking. Joking, my brother walks in. What are you doing? You know, yeah. then he like pulls out this homemade uh clay pipe that he made in a ceramics class with the same little filter from the the sink. Damn. I think I smoked one bowl and then he kept the rest. Uh, <laughs> yeah, as soon as that, as soon as I smoked when I was ten, uh, I got snitched on by one of my best friends. Nigga told his dad. His dad told my mom. Uh, then that's the first time my dad uh, put his hands on me. The first and last time. Cause that was the last time I seen him. Uh. But that was a, that, I, mean, I was so hot because he told on me. But after that, I just hung out with older niggas. So I was just smoking in the damn ways like a dummy. But my mom never knew until I got told on again in eighth grade. But I was smoking when I was like 10, 11, 12, all the way up. Until I started playing football heavy. When I first met you, how old were you? 13, 14? I was 14, but I was extra into sports, so I wasn't I wasn't doing I wasn't smoking or nothing like that. Yeah, I remember you was a little football player. Yeah, then I tore my ACL and then I started making music. And then I started smoking again. Inspiration? Yeah. I heard that. Honestly, it was just out of nowhere, bro. Like when I tore it, I was just like, damn, like I guess I can't do it no more. So I just fucking started my, I had a couple of homies named Isaiah and Gerald and they would come over and we had this little app called the booth and they had beats and shit on there. We would just freestyle and write shit and just put shit on there. And I never thought that I was actually going to rap until I came to Oregon, but that was in Arizona. It takes a certain time to know how to do it and put passion into it. It's crazy because I never thought it was even gonna come to fruition until I like found certain people that came around me like out of nowhere, and I was like, "Damn, this shit must be." So, and now I met y'all. Once I once like this 
Craig, me and Craig clicked on like an instant. And then you too, Casey, like this is crazy. This this part some special. Yeah, I'm with that. I thought this nigga was like these little niggas now, like it's like He's like, oh yeah, I make music. I mean, we already we already clicked, but the nigga's like, oh yeah, I make music and shit. I was like, in my mind, I was like, and this nigga some fucking dude, yachty dude, mm. Mm. little niggas, little this. I was like, all right, okay, okay, he's like trash ass nigga. Like he's like, wait, my shit. I'm like, all right, so I started hearing this shit. I was like, all right, all right, wait a minute, wait a minute. The nigga proved me wrong. He got word. This nigga's the truth though. You know, I can't, I can't even fucking lie on that. Niggas I appreciate truth. you, man, for real. Mm. And we've been rocking ever since, though. Yeah, for real. I've always taken a special liking to you and your sister, your big head sister. <laughs> she crazy. She's crazy. Judge her crazy. She need to be crazy. Uh, so check this. I got this uh this post on my Facebook and I want to hear y'all y'all feedback on it, okay? Okay. It's got this post talking about it's about A B, you know, and his whole sexual podcast. This is why we need you on this podcast, Casey. You 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 not a guest. You is our you is our co host. We all three co hosts. There it is. So check this out. Though. I want to know. So like they, this guy, classmate, of him, he puts this thing and he says, apparently we live in a society where men are guilty without a due trial process when it comes to allegations of rape. So I put a little comment in there, right? Because this is, this is how I feel. And I told him, I was like, rape is a serious allegation. And for the, for the female, half of the females don't even report it. And then I followed up by saying, from my personal experience, half the men that I've ever encountered in life lack self-control. And I say that in an aspect of either I've seen them get into physical altercations, they get heated, they get angry, they don't know when to stop drinking. Like, I've seen them experience these things. Not to mention that I myself are one of those statistics. I can say that because I've, you know, grown from it. I've become a strong woman, and I can help whoever needs help with that. But... right. The statistics are just too real for me. Now I'm going to drop something else to you, okay? One out of every four women are sexually molested or abused or raped. Right. That's yeah. too high of a number. And I'm a female and I got a daughter. So mm-hmm. I married a woman whose mother was raped and she's the product of rape. She was also raped. Now, with me and my sexual history background, like, you know, as far as that goes, I have a daughter. From those four women, three out of those four have already had some type of sexual abuse done to them. So I told this guy, I was like, the system has failed mothers, sisters, and daughters for centuries. Which followed with a whole bunch of guys making comments like, females just make these allegations to get attention this and that. So I'm, I want to know like, what's your feedback? What do you honestly feel about women accusing men of sexual abuse? I think if the accusation comes up, there has to be an investigation. Like, regardless. I don't think that there should be he say, she say. I mean, if she says something happened, I think there should be an investigation because I, I have 
family members, male and female, that have been raped. And that shit is completely the most disgusting thing I could ever think of. Sexual assault is completely horrible. And I think dudes have to go through due process. Like, it's not, it's not, it's not about he say, she say when it comes to some shit like that. I do understand, like, where it comes from, like, when it's people just looking for, like, uh, I don't know what, clout, like, mm-hmm. or, like, fame, like, the Usher shit, like, with the herpes and stuff with that girl. Yeah. I understand that, but when it comes to, like, when it comes to rape and sexual assault, I feel like you have to go through the investigation to figure out the exact happened, because they go on one ear and out the other because that's happened constantly throughout throughout life like constantly women have just been it's just been whispers and especially like with this r kelly shit especially with Mm -hmm. minority women like women are getting trafficked and put into these fucking homes with mad other women that aren't i mean of course some of them are white but it's mostly Mm -hmm. minority women that are getting trafficked and put into these Mm -hmm. homes and forced to have sex with like crazy nasty people and i just think if if a woman's going to come out and say that there has to be a full investigation like you got to know the truth at the end of the day i don't think there should be no he say she say it's just investigation has to come now let me hit you with something okay remember i gave you that statistic one out of four right from the like my my scenario is three out of four right only one of us yeah. has reported it and has gone through the judicial system. Only one. It's not to say, like, you can't discredit me, you can't discredit the other person who was raped, but only one of us has the courage right. to do it. So, like, that right there, I think, kind of just puts the statistics out there, like, how many women are really reporting it. What's up, Cray? I see you over there, like, in deep thought. What's up? Man. Yeah, niggas. I mean, I agree with that whole investigation thing. I agree with 100% because, you know, my mom, she disclosed to me that she was molested as a child like that. You know, I didn't know that until she disclosed it. But, yeah. um, These days, you have to do a thoroughly investigation on shit because a lot of people, a lot of women and men do things for clout. And money. And money. So you have to do a full investigation. Not saying that that it cannot be true because sometimes, most times it's true. You see what I'm saying? A woman Mm -hmm. could be physically assaulted and you and it might come as in the media as she's trying to gain cloud or something like that. So at the end of the day, nobody knows what happened but that man and that woman, or that man and that man or that woman and that woman. So with that whole the sum all that up is do the do the thorough investigation. Look at look at look at the big picture. Don't just look at the, the what 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 the naked ears and the eyes gonna see in here. Look at the whole big picture of things and come with the conclusion. You see what I'm saying? Because a, a lot of men these days, like you said, don't have no self control. Yeah. So that part. 
and I, honestly, that's what I wanted to speak on. I wanted to speak on that that self control aspect because that that is that is that is very true, and I could speak from my own experience because I, I've had problems with certain shit that I couldn't I couldn't control. Like I'll say when I got around eighteen, nineteen, nineteen, twenty. Uh, I was drinking a little too much and I I got to a point where I couldn't control it, especially when I moved out to California. So that was one thing I couldn't control, but there was a, there was an aspect of my life in high school where it, it, it was like what we were growing up to see, like, and do as kids, like niggas in parties, I would see niggas like a girl will walk past. We'd be in a, you know, you in a crowded house. Niggas will grab, will grab on the girls and shit, like, and pretend like they're not doing right. it. Like that is lacking self control. Like, and it's horrible because that's how niggas grew up thinking that that shit is okay. Like to do that to a woman that's dressed a certain type of way in a party, like you can just grab her and do shit like that. When in reality, it's like, nah, nigga, that shit's not cool, and we should have never been doing that shit in the first place. But I, I see it like that's lack of self-control. Like niggas did not have self-control. And it's crazy because it wasn't that long ago. It was when I was like a freshman in high school. And that shit is sad thinking about it. Like all these girls and like these women have to deal with the shit that niggas do to them. Even if it's even if it's that minute. And that's not really minute. But, you know, like they have to deal with that. They think about that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yo, you hear me? You let your phone go black, nigga. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I hear you. The thing, the the thing with this is the thing right here. My thing is, our Kelly knew right from wrong. It's like all the rest of these men know right from wrong. They know that legal age is eighteen and up. So, if you can't, if a, a first of all, there's fast women. Yeah, that's the thing, though, nigga. It ain't even about age. It's just about niggas. Taking advantage of women, knowing that they are more have more power over them. There are fast women in this world, just like there are fast men in this world. Now, there's some women that like older guys, but it's the man's responsibility to say, "Hey, you look, I'm not going there. You ain't 18 and up, at least 18 and up." You see what I'm saying? Because that's the quote unquote legal age. That's so, that's a good topic. But check this out. Females, me, I can admit this, lie about their age. True. I was 16, 15 dating these young Marines. Even you, I lied about my age plenty of times to tell so it's like, that, that's a You brought up a good point, yeah. but what are you supposed to do? Like, let me see your ID? That's what I'm saying. But the, but the thing is, though, like my mom, she when she was 16, 17, she dated an older guy. Mm-hmm. But the thing you is, think, at that time, nigga, it was, nigga, that shit was normal because. I have a my Meech's grandma married a nigga at thirteen. That nigga was twenty seven. 
Yeah, see, but that's that's way back. See, that's my, my great grandmother was fourteen, and my great grandfather was like thirty. So that that's that's back then how them rules how they did that shit in the south and all that. But I'm talking about like in the eighties, in the eighties, nigga, like that wasn't that long ago. Mm. When my mom, my mom was like sixteen, seventeen in the eighties, bro. She was going with a dude that was like twenty something. Mm-hmm. So. And ladies, we know we've been there, so don't right. act like you don't know about this. Don't, right. Don't stick and they were, and, and 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 even females that's my age. That when I was in high school and shit like that, they were going with older guys. You see what I'm saying? But it's but but I'm saying like okay. You like who you like, okay, that's all in favor, whatever. But it's the man's responsibility at the end of the day because it's the man that's gonna get in trouble. Mm, so hard. if the man if the man knows, hey, you know, I like this girl, but she underage. So what you gonna do? You gonna tiger her. Are you gonna <laughs> 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 Are you gonna say, hey, you know, at least wait till you get 18, that way we won't be in trouble. And niggas gonna side eye you because she's young. She's 18. And you how old? She so right. You going but tiger. You, but you won't go to jail. You see what I'm saying? It's versus uh, they really gonna side eye you because the bitch is 16, 17, but she under age. You see what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, it's the man's responsibility because the man will get in trouble regardless. Even if even if even if the girl is is said it is is she 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 um consented. Even if she say it's cool, I said it was okay, I like him, he liked me, blah, blah, blah. It don't yeah, matter. I, I feel yeah. what you're saying, nigga, but we talking about, like, grown women, like, women are not even grown, just like women that be assaulted at any age, like, they don't, they don't, they just, if rape is, like, rape, nigga, like, that's No, 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 rape, rape at any age is fucked up. I don't think nobody should be taking advantage of and you know, controlled over their sexuality. I don't think that's that's this wrong. Period. You know so what I mean? We need to instill for women, especially in the high school age. We need to instill like, like take take this girl I know who just graduated high school, very young to the world. Okay, starting a date. You know, but I come at her with the realness. I say, look, I don't care. You need to, you know, get some medicine. You need to protect yourself because sometimes things happen, and you at that age where you chilling with a grown man and simple kissing can lead to something else. It's not like, True. oh, we're going to make out and mm-hmm. mac out on each other. It's not junior high no more. We adults right. now. So as a female, you need to take that initiative and put yourself on some type of protection because, you know, you have to. That's just what it is. There's no excuses to it. Not today, not in 2019. You know what I'm saying? That's true. I'm gonna tell you like this. This is this, these are the rules. I didn't make them. <laughs> Most of them I don't follow, but I'm just saying this is the rules because this is the way it is. I don't know who made this shit, but it's the way it is. <laughs> it's always gonna be prosecuted more than a man will, even in a rape situation, which yeah. is fucked up. You see what I'm saying? The woman can be the victim all day long. He forced himself on me. I didn't want it. I don't. I never had sex. I'm a virgin. Blah blah blah. And then there's a sympathy set. And there's a sympathy set. And then they're going to say, well, did you lead him on? Yep. Or what was you wearing? Did you make eye contact? Did you have some kind of connection? You see what I'm saying? A woman's always going to persecute it, which is fucked up. Which is fucked up. So 
any age of rape, <laughs> any any non-consent of whatever of rape is fucked up. And there are people hurt people hurt people. Amen. Exactly. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving them. I'm not giving hurt people a pass. But I'm saying as that's part of the problem. Now, just because you've been hurt, that don't mean you got to continue the cycle. Cycle. Exactly. The, the point of life is to break the cycle, nigga. That's that's true. And sometimes it it takes a lifetime to break that cycle. You can't. Sometimes it's easy to break right away or down the line. And then sometimes it takes until you lead this motherfucker to break that shit. But the point is that I'm trying to make is everybody needs to work on themselves to try to break that every day. Every day they wake up, you just try to try to break that. You can't. You see what I'm saying? So don't basically conform to what society wants you to be. Exactly. Who is society? Mm. Who makes the rules of fucking society? You dig what I'm saying? Everybody's their own fucking person. Do you think? Do y'all think you'll be able to live in the 1800s? Because you know they had different different agendas back then. They had different ways of living. Do you think you would be able to make it in the 1800s as compared to living in the new millennium? I think I'll be dead because a lot of things that I look as taboo still to this day, as in like rape and all that, marrying young girls and shit like that type of shit. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with marrying no fucking young girl or this young girl had to be sold into marriage. Mm, you tried the same bloodline and all that bullshit. No, I don't believe in that. That still exists to this day. It but sure check this does. out. You know what I'm going to call it? I'm going to call it military marrying people for BAH. I, I, I wish I could tell you that my son is not a victim of identity theft. My son's 10 years old. He's already a victim of identity theft. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? Because somebody wanted to take advantage of it, of a so an innocent child, you know, just to make money. And I remember you telling me that story. You know, but that's how that's how the society is. Your our society makes people blind to being individuals because if you're an individual and you choose to live a right peaceful life, you're considered the oddball. You're considered the troublemaker. You're considered like Trey. I mean, Craig. If he was to say this in court. How much you want to bet somebody is going to turn around and be like, oh, but Cray, they're going to try to persecute him and make him seem like he's a bad person because he's trying to do the decent thing. Right. That's how we are. And that's how they, and that's how they want it. Simple as that. That's, that's how people, people to do decent, right things and to have a certain perspective on things of how things should be taken in consideration or whatnot. You're the oddball, you're the militant, you're the yeah. troublemaker. Anything to go against wrong, in a sense, is bad. Yeah. You know, I mean, because if you if you want to break it down, everything we do is bad. But there is a thing as right is right, wrong is wrong, and fair is fair. Yeah, that part. There is a sense of that, you know? You know, because everything that's looked as bad is not always bad as it seems. Because sometimes you can do, quote unquote, the wrong things for the right reasons. Mm. Now, I've done a lot of wrong things that looked in, in other people's eyes. If, if I was to get in front of a whole jury 
they will say I'm wrong, dead wrong. Guilty, nigga, exactly. That's it. It's, 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 it's right. the fact it is is where we was placed. That's what we have to. That's what we have to do. Yeah. Yeah. See, I like you. I, you brought up a perfect point. Mm-hmm. I believe people have a path. You know what I'm saying? Like a couple, like a month ago, this chick had a seizure in a grocery store. Nobody helped her. I literally ran to her to hold her because she was bleeding out the mouth. You know, I already knew. I already knew how to handle the situation. I didn't second guess it. I was in line with my son. I ran to it. People watched and recorded. That was the most sickening thing. I was the only one there to help her and the store manager. And that's fucked up. People would rather walk past and record than to help this lady. Like, she hit her head. Like, the chick was having a horrible, on a scale of one to five, I would say this seizure was about a four. Like, it was bad. But people would rather record. Oh, my God. Yeah. People give a fuck about the likes nowadays. That's the saddest shit. Like, they want people to. They want people to know that they know that that happened. Oh my gosh, are you okay? Like, what happened? Things happen. These things happen. Things happen. So why the fuck would you want to record it instead of going to people aid? Nobody wants to help nobody. Rest in peace, that young man in Oceanside who I heard about that. got stabbed. Was it ten times in his heart because I he walked a girl that. home because she asked him to? Like, I asked Cray to walk me up the street. It's like a smoke. I would be devastated if this man dies because of that. I would never be okay after that. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be definite vengeance. I believe in my heart when I die, I don't know how I'm gonna die or when, but I'm not gonna die in vain. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be for a reason. Yeah. It's gonna be for a reason. I feel that in my motherfucking soul. It's gonna be, when I, whenever I die, it's gonna be for a reason. However I die, I don't give a fuck if I'm fucking a million and one years old. I'm gonna <laughs> motherfucking die coming and going. And if y'all know what the fuck I mean, y'all know what I mean. Cause I want to be an old ass man, young ass bitch. Mm-hmm. 22, 23. She can have all man. my money. You gonna have to tape some popsicle sticks and some peepee. Hey, yeah. I don't give a <laughs> shit. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna fucking lick this. I'm gonna lick up. I'm gonna do something. You gonna do that single credit card swipe? Uh, 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 boom. <laughs> it gonna be like the color purple. How you die? On top of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I want to die, but I don't know how I'm gonna die. Nobody knows, but if something happens, God forbid, it ain't gonna be in vain. Cause I, cause like a nigga, I'm gonna be a motherfucking soldier till the war is done. Exactly, nigga. Always. Hey. Mean what I say and say what I mean. I want I want y'all to know that. uh, I want y'all to uh, think about this, though. Do you remember the 21st night of September? Hey. 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 It's the 21st night of September, man. Uh, We should get it. Let's get this to some... Huh? 2021. Oh, shit. Shit. We should, 11, about to be 11.30. Oh, so what's supposed to happen with this whole time thing? I heard we're not doing that anymore. Who, man, who came up with, who came up with uh, daylight, daylight savings? savings in the first place? And we even came
Because I hate time. I'm never on time for shit. I hate time. There's no fucking reason I should have to worry about a clock. It's not uh, real. Okay. I only see it digital. Yeah, it's a digital. When, when, when it's a other time do I see time? time. Yeah. But how? But it's so instilled in us so we can't break it. We can't. It pisses me. It pisses me off to the core. I hate time. Mm-hmm. I'm never on time. Whatever the fuck time is supposed to be. And see, I hate time because I feel like I don't got enough of it, so I gotta over prep. I gotta over. Exactly. Ain't never got enough time. We all got to stay in 24 hours, but some of us just don't got enough. Right there is the over prep yourself and over stress yourself because you don't have enough time. Because what the fuck is time? See, that's kind of what bothers me about certain certain people and certain platforms. Like, I'm about to take a shot for that. Let yeah, nigga. Why we ain't shooting this whole time, nigga? Hey, we shout out to drink. Shout out to drink camps. And shout out to uh, the Joe Budden podcast because y'all y'all inspired me definitely. But we finna shoot it and we gonna smoke the fuck up. Casey gonna smoke up. Me and Casey gonna smoke up. That nigga Cray acting like a little square bear. Hey, all right, we gotta have one. Cool, you know what? Guess what I say to that? What you say to that? I don't give a fuck. Do you remember? <laughs> Hey. 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 Hey, uh, That's you heard from you heard from uh what's his name? Who? D. D. D's nuts. <laughs> ah, I'm staying here like Dimitri. <laughs> Let's shoot it though. Man, I gotta shoot it again. I was waiting on you because you was too busy answering to these nuts. Nah. Nigga, you, you're the master started singing. You then broke out in high school musical, nigga. I didn't know you were taking a shot. Uh, <coughs> don't choke. Right. Hey, let me know when you're ready, Lo. Shoot it, bro, bro. All right, shoot it. Shoot it. Shoot it. Shoot it. Just to reiterate, just to reiterate to the listeners, we, I am in Oregon right now. I'm from LA, but I'm not there right now. I've been living in Oregon for five years. Casey and in LA right now. Casey, is you still living in San Diego? I'm living in Diego, but you know, I'm I'm a SoCal to the finest. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah, let them know. And I just had to let y'all know what, what what we on right now. So I'm not there. They together right now, though. Mm, but kissing that, kissing that crown. Uh, we should get into some taboo shit. Uh, what's, what's something y'all think people don't really like to talk about? A lot of people still don't talk about interracial dating. They don't still, they don't, a lot of people don't talk about... Racism. Racism. A lot of people don't talk about. Oh, you older, know what? Older, older men. Taboo, as in like. Let me let me ask y'all something, okay? I because I got in a real heated dispute with one of my coworkers and I had to walk out of work. What do y'all think about reparations? Do you think that millennials are entitled to any reparations? Hmm. I'm gonna tell you this right think? here. Wait, 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 wait. What do you define as millennials, though? 
anyone who is between the ages, like, okay, between the ages of 18 and 23. Mm. See, I I think that, I I don't know, I think that that's the only thing, I feel like it depends on, like, if you care enough to care about your culture and your where you came from you know and that's the only thing you can't really you can't judge that from people you know like a person could be darker than this person and you can't judge like who you give more to because they you know do certain things but i i don't know if it matters about age because it's all the same we all go back to the same ancestor you know it's all the same ancestor so i feel like if it's not going to go to those millennials, then it should definitely go to their mothers. Agreed. Or their grandparents. But check this out. I think it goes deeper than that. What's up? Because at the end of the day, not every black person in America... Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. No, black people. Not every black person in America is a product. we for black people. Now, explain that to our listeners what ADOS is. Uh, ADOS is um, descendants from, you know, I don't know. Descendant of slavery. Descendant of slavery. Like, not every black person came from that. You see what I'm saying? Some that's people, that's a good Some people good came point. from other countries or states where they didn't do slavery and shit. But in America, yeah, I'm saying, like, if you came from Jamaica or the Caribbean or shit like that, I mean, there was slavery there, but... You come to America, some people were not a product of that. Some people came after that shit. You see what I'm saying? And that proves my point because the co-worker was mixed uh, Salvadorian. Her father was an illegal immigrant who illegally crossed the border mm-hmm. and black. Mm-hmm. So mother was from L.A. Mm-hmm. Father was from Salvador. Mm-hmm. Ahead now. now. Now the thing is with reparations is what is what are you doing for reparations? Are you going to give us a check or what? Because you can you you just can't give black people a check and say like, give us that four four hundred acres. I don't give a, a fuck. Mule, if, right? I don't give a fuck if you get 40, 40, 40 acres in a mule. That's 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 not going to apologize oh, yeah. for all, for all the endurement that it's we. Nothing, nigga. That's what I'm saying. Like they, what could they, what could they come to reconciliation on? They, they can't. nothing to me. It's nothing you can do. But my whole thing is. My whole thing is, since they want to give reparations, I think everybody that's not black who have African of descent, African descent, is coming out to say we're black now mm-hmm. and we want reparations too. Because they want sixteen. I'm gonna tell you like this: Fat Joe, he said in an interview the other day. Fat Joe. Fat Joe. Who's Puerto Rican? He's Puerto Rican. Which Puerto Ricans? They have Most the same. They got they the same story. African descent. Mm-hmm. Dominicans, African descent. They have African descent. Mexicans, African descent. Cubans. Because mm-hmm. we talking about, if y'all don't know, the Spaniards were the ones that had the slaves. In the Check this continent. out. Check this out, though. Now that's a good point. But a lot of Puerto Ricans, which most Puerto Ricans are not majority, Dominicans, Cubans, and not, would not claim that they're African descent. Would not claim that. But now, since they're giving out reparations or they were thinking about it, now people who are who are African descent want to embrace their black heritage now. 
Fat Joe never came out 10 years ago, five years ago, two years ago, one year ago, seven months ago, 20 years ago, and say, hey, Latinos, we, we stand from black. We have African descent. Now I'm not hanging on none of that, which he spoke truth on it. Mm-hmm. They do. Mm-hmm. But why you never said nothing before? Now, I don't know if you want in or Latinos, no, no, no. they want he, in on that. But I'm saying, I'm, but, but my, my thing is, my thing is, I don't know what the motive is. My thing is, are you, do you have a, a real motive on how to embrace and teach and everybody to embrace or, what, what or you, you like, hey, that let's, or hey, let's, let's, let's get in on the bag. Okay. Check this out. Uh, so check this out. Cray. You get a letter in the mail, okay? Your reparations is going to be uh, $10,000. I won't take it. And then you get a letter in the mail, right? And they tell you your reparations is going to be $50,000. Now, would you take that full 50 Or would you split some of it with your boy? To be honest with you, if I had 50000 I wouldn't even take it at all. You know why? It's because you can't buy me. Mm. Money, money can change a lot of things, but it it can't change your motherfucking soul or your or your morals or your morals. Now, fifty thousand can do a lot of things. I can do a lot with fifty thousand. I can do a lot of things that I want to do with fifty thousand as far as helping people, because that's the main thing. If I say if I get some fucking big money, I want to fucking help people. Nipsey, rest in peace. There you go. Rest in peace, Nip. But at the same time, I say I would take it. A lot of black people would say, "Well, you a fool." I would have took that. But what's the first thing niggas are gonna do when they get fifty thousand? When they get some like, cars, rams, jewelry, rams. drugs, all that bullshit. You don't give niggas money. You don't give niggas money. You know why? Because niggas never had money. We had to work for our motherfucking money. So when we get it, we want to do what the fuck we want to do with it. You don't give niggas money. Nigga, I heard some shit. I heard some shit, bro. It's something like uh, a dollar bill stays in the black community. I think about six minutes or six hours. I believe a dollar. That's how quick it moves. Like six. It's it's something fast, bro. I, I can't remember the exact statistic. That's why this podcast is called Who Knows. You do your own research, but it's something yeah. cool, like. Uh, the black community, like we keep a we keep a dollar and spend a dollar in a snap, bro. Like, and that's that's why they constantly pro, uh fucking like program shit towards us because they know when we get it, we gonna buy it. If we see somebody we like in it, we gonna get it because we are, are the mass consumers. The minority are the mass consumers. I'm not even gonna get to our conversation. The, the the point and just just to speak on that point is that whole Popeye's um oh, ordeal. No. Just that. Now I'm not gonna speak on that right now because my, my girl Casey got something to say. But just yeah. to speak on what you say with about, about a dollar, it, it takes six seconds and and and, and 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 niggas gonna do some shit. That whole Popeye thing. I'm done. We're gonna Go segue into that. Okay, so check this out. My my coworker, she's twenty one years old. Mm-hmm. We started talking, and she said that reparations. She should get money for reparations. Okay, mm-hmm. she is the first generation of an immigrant in America. Mm-hmm. 
half Latin, mm-hmm. Southern American, and uh, then she's black. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I told her, mind you, she grew up being on the system. I asked her, I was like, look, you ever got food stamps? Mm-hmm. You ever had food delivered to your house in a box? Like, mm-hmm. were you ever part of the system? Yeah, I grew up on it. Okay. Moms, your moms did it her whole life, got you on it. <laughs> All right. So let me ask you something. If you grew up getting assistance, why do you think, because the truth is the money isn't going to come from the Republicans. It's not going to come from the the rich, you know, light skin. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, you know, classify them Caucasianoids. But, mm-hmm. like, truth is, it's going to come from the immigrants that are working and getting taxed. It's going to come from the people that are actually pulling out them Popeye chickens and serving. Like, that's who's going to put the reparations. And I told her, I said, there ain't no one in hell after you've gotten all this free stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because there's people, I can't qualify it. I'm in the military and my family done made so many sacrifices and I still can't get a box of fucking bread unless I go to a church and ask for it. So I don't feel I have to pay her reparations. But I will pay her great-grandmother or her grandmother. Because Because they put into the system. They put into that for her to get free shit. Mm -hmm. Not saying free shit is bad shit. Right. But they have to break their backs just for it to be a cause for it to become free shit for her. See what I'm saying? For her, for me, for you, for everybody else. See, her mama didn't go through that shit. Her daddy didn't go through that shit. Her grandmother probably didn't go through that shit. Her great-grandmother and great-great-great and great-great-soap went through that shit. See what I'm saying? So, the whole thing is... She don't need to get reparations. I don't think she should. Because she had it more as something given to her. Not saying something given to her. She has that but entitled. She has an, is entitled to her. See what I'm saying? But if her great, 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 so someone, grandmother, grandfather, if 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 her name is on that shit, then legally she gets it or whatever. But as far as, because she don't know nothing. She's, she she's 21. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm 29 years old and I don't know a lot of shit. But I know more shit than I do at 21 now. Mm-hmm. You know, because you live and you learn. You see what I'm saying? But as far as reparations go, that ain't nothing but a whole agenda. I feel like it's that dollar that you see in that commercial with the old man in the insurance commercial. But you gotta almost, be got, it. It. Damn almost right. got it. Because guess what? What's the niggas is gonna go shop, 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 and give all these white ass corporations Walmart, Target, and all the rest of all they got their money back. Hey, tell me why I live in Spring Valley. Now, if you're familiar with San Diego, Southeast Diego is primarily known as the you know, four corners of heaven. You got your Lincoln Park, you got Nothing but bloods up in that area. Um, you got like four main surrounding Encanto, Southeast Dago. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much saturated. That's probably the, if not the the Latin part, but that's mm-hmm. probably one of the most saturated gang, black, inf- infiltrated area of San Diego. Mm-hmm. Now, it would make sense to put up a 99 cent store. Mm-hmm. It would make sense to put up a Dollar Tree. Mm-hmm. They're putting up a Target. And I'm like, did, if they if they really looked in this, if they really did their research, if the people came out and really was to search the neighborhood, 
and see who they're trying to push their product onto, we know most of these people are on fixed income. How are they going to afford $13 diapers when they can get the same diapers at Walmart for eight or a pack of five for 99 cents? see they're going to push those. Um, um, it's gentrification. They're trying, to, they're trying to take that spot over. They're trying to push people out. That's what it is. That shit and some, and then some into those neighborhoods. But that's what they're doing to the black neighborhoods. That's what they're doing to Compton. They're getting all the Mexicans, they're getting all the black people, and everybody who's ethnic and all that shit and minority. Because I'm not a goddamn minority. I don't give a fuck nobody say I'm not a minority. Never call me that shit. They getting, they they trying to get them out. I live in the Baltimore area, which is considered the rich area of Compton, right? It could be. It could be. It's like. That's that goes to show the mentality and training that I've been brought up to believe because in all actuality, it's middle class. It's people who are doing what they need to do, yeah. but I don't see it that way because I'm raised to believe that that middle class is rich. That's what I'm saying. That's how far the reach is for Let us. Let me tell you, Baldwin Hills is middle class. There's a lot of black people that live there. There's a lot of uh, Latinos are living there now and there's, of course, white people. But they're considered, some people want to nickname it the Black Beverly Hills or whatnot. I've heard that. It's, it's middle class. There's no extravagant houses or nothing like that, but it's on hills and it's nice neighborhood. But if you come down the hill where I live at, which is the jungles, mm. Baldwin Hills Estates, Mm. Not Baldwin Hills, Baldwin Hills Estates, mm. nothing but apartments. Mm. Now, in the 50s and the 60s, Baldwin Hills Estates weren't even Baldwin Hills Estates, it was just Baldwin Hills. Nice part of South Central Los Angeles before niggas and the Mexicans and everybody else moved in. Pre Black Panther. Pre Black Panther, there you go. Remember that, Black there Panthers were, make a huge impact. There you go. My dad grew up on the west side, which which is uh, younger to the West Side, too. But he grew up on the West Side of, like, before you get to Gardena, all that shit. All that before okay. Gardena. Okay. Western, Manchester, all that shit. South Central. Like, kind of not South Bay, but almost hit in the South Bay. No, no, no. Even way before South Bay. Way before South Bay. This is like, okay, because Gardena starts at, if you go drive down Western, Gardena starts at on, on El Segundo. El Segundo. El Segundo. Once you pass El Segundo, that's Gardena. Once you come past, yeah. you come but back. But are you going east or you going west? Because I'm picturing you going west towards the beach, like San Pedro and oh, all no, that. No, 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 I'm going east. Okay, going east. So go ahead. That's South Central. Right. LA, which was still a nice area in the 50s and the 60s, and even in the 70s. My dad grew up on 77 and west. So they know about east, west, south. The bad parts, all that shit. So, the jungles, Barwin Hills, and white people. Why talk about that? Because he's actually preaching nothing but truth. Check your history. Asian and white people. Yep. Maybe one or two niggas. Check your princess. Maybe one or two niggas, but that area, that whole area, even, and there's still Asian people that live in that area now to this day. Old as hell. They've probably been there since. Mm-hmm. Way back. Third, fourth generation. Third, fourth generation. Yeah, no, I know about that. Gated. 
mm. it was gated. You see what I'm saying? A lot of movie stars that were filming in them, filming, not filming, filming in that area used to, a lot of those apartments still are huge. My apartment, two bedroom apartment, has a fireplace wall. Mm. No fireplace, just a wall. Living room and dining room is huge. Mm. Bedrooms are nice size. So a lot of people were staying there instead of going to hotels because they were very beautiful apartments. Now they can pick back up because gen uh, gentrification. Yep. There's so many white people walking their dogs. Hey, how you doing? Hello. Walking down those streets. Hi, Karen. Hi, Tara. Oh, hello. Not even scared. And they're building a charter school right across the street where I live at. And guess what? And let me tell you this right here, though. But then it came out in the 80s. Now, we used to now, blacks were moving back in that area in the late 70s. Yeah. Late 70s, all through the 80s, of course, 90s, blah, blah, blah. Crack. That's what everybody will start coming into the Mexicans and everybody else. All the minorities that they want to call it. Whites start moving out. Lancaster, we going here, we going oh, there, yeah. the Mojave desert, desert there, desert, all that shit. Yep. Now they motherfucking asses moving back down. Too hot. Now they want that. What they calling them condos now? And there you go. And now they want the motherfucking property that's in the ghetto, so they can fix it up. Oh yeah, my motherfucking owner of the building, bitch is black. Um, you know you ever heard of the show Blackish? Yeah. Her son is Kenya Barris. That the fucking creator, really, and the writer of <laughs> Blackish. Her name is. Ernestine, aka Tina Barris. Her son oh, is Kenya Barris. Now that sounds like a queen name. And, oh, that bitch ain't a queen. That bitch is a bitch. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> cool. She's cool because she's leaning and she helped a lot of tennis out. Sometimes you lay on your shit and she, she feel for you. She's a dirty bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're trying to tell them now. We now. I've been living in my building 13 years. Oh, shit. 29. That bitch been trying to sell that building since then. Mm. And recently, last month, she, she had some Jewish motherfuckers come to expect the plate, all the apartments, and, and all this shit. Oh, the bitch got money now. And do this shit. And guess what? The bitch can't sell the place because you want too much money for it, and it's too much money to put in to build the motherfucker up. Yeah. Because they've been buying a whole bunch of buildings in the jungles that have been fixed. Oh, the jungles Those projects? Nice. Those projects? Like, there used to be these projects in Compton, um, off of Atlantic and... Oh, what is it? Uh, it's not important what the name is, but there's these projects, and uh, it's kind of like where Long Beach and Compton kind of intersect. And when I worked at Renner Center, these people were coming in with a with a you know set checks every month, and they you know canceling they 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 uh, contracts with us because they saying that the government housing back there, they putting them on these one strike you're out type policy. Mm -hmm. Your kids get in trouble, you gotta move. If you still want to be a part of Section Eight, you have to go to Mojave Desert, Lancaster. So all the people that were out there. They left all them homes. Guess who they're guess who they're sending out there? Section eight. All those people. They're trying to move everybody out. You know what the heat does to people? You know, you know that heat triggers triggers anger and animosity. Exactly. When it's hot outside, I don't want to be bothered. 
and AC on cool. No, how I see it is all they're doing is sending gladiators to an arena. And let everybody go for themselves. Pretty much. Because what else is there to do out there? No. They got, got one movie theater. They ain't got to do nothing but kill each other off and get high. They know what's up. Oh, I got to take a shot for that. <laughs> I got to take a shot for that. Let's shoot it right now. Oh, I got you. Oh, go ahead. But I'm going to shoot it. And when you come back, we're going to finish. She Bro, they, yeah. They had a sign, nigga, by, by the house, bro, called It's a big ass billboard to say gentrification. And then got the website, suchandsuch.com. Yeah. I took a picture. I went to the website, nigga. There's no way I can sign a petition. What? No way I can sign a petition. Man, they just showing you. They just showing you the things that happens and everything that goes about in the ghetto. But there ain't no way that you could do something about it because guess what? Gentrification is motherfucking real, and it's getting real over there in the Baldwin Hills area, nigga. You better ask about some shit. In motherfucking South LA, Baldwin Hills area, gentrification is getting real. Exactly, nigga. This shit is crazy, bro. White people coming back. They trying the white people coming back and they want everybody else to get the fuck out of their shit. It's white people that walking their dogs and walking down the street ain't scared. I done seen some shit where motherfucking white people two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning taking pictures of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Pictures of shit. I'm sitting there, I'm sitting like, what the fuck is going on? And they taking pictures of shit. And they getting hit to some shit because they want to tear down some shit and build some shit and move everybody out. Hey, what up? What was you doing at two at two or three o'clock in the morning outside? Don't worry about that. <laughs> I want I, I want I doing no illegal shit. I want doing no fuck shit. Just know that I seen them motherfuckers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you trying to find out some shit with your six nine fed ass. Don't worry about it. <laughs> your stupid ass up. You sound crazy. You nut, you, you, you nut ass nigga. Off the freeway, huh? Mm. They fell off the truck. They fell off the truck. That nigga cried nut. know it. But I'm just saying, nigga. Gentrification is real and it's getting real all over LA in every section of LA Compton, Watts, South Central, Inglewood, nigga, all over LA in every section is getting real. And guess what? That motherfucking new stadium that they built in Inglewood, nigga, they already got niggas, they already buying niggas out to get out of the neighborhoods in Inglewood um, to, to, to go. Somewhere else, cause they raise, cause Inglewood ain't no rental true, and they raising the motherfucking rent up sky high for niggas to move out, cause they know niggas can't pay for that shit. Yo, explain to me this, okay? I'm gonna be so thirsty. Like, what, what's up with y'all and picks? Like, how do y'all want picks so much? Well, picks don't. I, I, me, I like picks, but I prefer the real thing. Now, picks is just like something just to get excited over, in yeah. my opinion. I don't know about other So, picks. like a cheap thrill? It's just like, ooh, okay, ah, I see. What's up? Especially if you ain't if you ain't 
been with that person yet. Mm-hmm. So Pics is just like, oh, okay, yeah, that looked good, okay. But as far as something to be overjoyed about, there's nothing to be overjoyed about because you've seen one, you've seen them all. You did? True, but they don't all feel the same. They don't all feel, no, they don't. Who I got a story on that, but yeah. For me, like, okay, since I'm in a relationship, like, uh, pictures, I feel like it's just like, it's kind of like, it's not foreplay, but it's it's kind of like that, you know, like in a sense. And I don't know, I'm not really thirsty for him, but I I appreciate him. Yeah, there that you part, go. That far, there you go. That far, I agree because you know it's 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 nothing like kicking it. I like to be surprised. Like if I'm kicking it in a big ass group. Or I'm partying or something, I just get a. Or I'm at work. I'd be like, ooh, okay, shit. Let me not drop my phone. Yeah, like, I'm at work, nigga. In the background, hold up. What's up, baby? You know, I appreciate it. Like you said, I appreciate it. But it's nothing to get overjoyed about or thirsty about. You see what I'm saying? I never asked. I'll be honest with you, on my life, I never asked for news. I never. They just been sent to me because <laughs> they feel comfortable enough to send them to me. You know, I will say though, there is niggas that is like crazy thirsty that I've been like, I've looked at, I've looked at some of my friends like, you, you're, you're, Same. you're fucking ridiculous. Same here. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, like, okay, this shit look good, but okay, let it go. The real thing is better. Yeah, definitely. Nothing like the real thing. And Marvin and Tammy said it best. Ain't nothing like the real thing. A picture is nice. Like he said, I have your picture hanging on the wall, but it can't stay. Come to me when I call your name. A picture is nice, but you, you can a picture can do too much. You can like scratch and sniff. Huh? Scratch and sniff. You can wish. <laughs> you can visualize, but ain't nothing like motherfucking real. Imagine. Can you imagine? Oh. What if they had a real life scratch and sniff? Would that be Would that be something you would invest in? I would, because a whole bunch of niggas is gonna be thirsty enough to buy that shit, especially these Instagram <laughs> bitches. Probably. Oh, yeah. oh, oh my God. And they would be, oh, yes, yeah, I would invest in that. Part. I would invest in that. Now, that part is not a lot. Because, because you have an excess one of both things. You see what I'm saying? Females, too. Females, too. I'm not, look, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes, you know, I'd be like, I'd be on these sites, right? Because I'd be trying to push, you know, my stuff. I feel you. But I'd be straight up. I'd be like, look, personal chef, you can smoke one if you want to. I'm not going to fuck you. But if you're interested, hit me up. So, you know, you get these guys that hit me up and they be like, oh, what kind of chef are you? And then I let them know, like, I do THC, CBD infusion. I give them the whole spiel, right? Right. And then it's cool because I think, like, they understand me. They might be potential clients. Mm. They might be interested. Mm. And then it go from, you know, oh, yeah, you know, we could meet up, hang, smoke one, I'll bring you some uh, trials to I get a dick pic just sent to me. <laughs> and I'm like, Okay. 
Right. I'm not going to sit here and be like, I delete the shit right away because I don't. Right. So I'll be like, okay. Check it out. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what females don't feel what they say, whether you, you're a lesbian or not. You're going to look at it. It is right. what it is. Now, the, I've never sent a woman a dick pic. She asked for and I was like, no, nah, I don't do that. But I, the thing is, I'm a, I'm a private person. Yeah. And I, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'd be nonchalant about shit like that. But I have sent a, a woman a, a picture or two. I still two pictures with like me and like in the bath towel, or I'm like I'm like naked, sensual. but, you but I, I'm, I'm covering my dick up, like yeah. you know, with the towel but the and print, shit. With you the, you know, that type yeah. of shit. I ain't gonna lie. No, to I, you. Never, I definitely, I definitely send send some send some dick pics. <laughs> 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 Uh, hey, I ain't mad at you, my nigga. Oh, there you go. I ain't mad at you. There you go. <laughs> and then, like, I look back at that shit. I look back at this shit. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, damn. I did this shit. Even that little shit out there. Like, He's like, I shouldn't have used the baby oil. Right. I should have fucking, fucking had my ass body down and shit. I would <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, I got out the shower. She was like, oh. Now, the thing is, I sent her uh, just a picture. With just, I had my regular towel on. I had one cup. I was just, you know, just covering the regular shit, you know. And I just took a picture in the bathroom mirror. Like, and she was like, ooh, that's sexy. Send me another one. So I'm like, okay. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> turning around, so, looking back at I'm it. Like, okay. <laughs> okay. This nigga crazy. It's a booty pic. <laughs> Maybe there's some other shit. So I get, to, I, I go get the towel, curl my dick and shit up. That stuff. She's like, "Oh, wow!" I'm like, "Oh, okay, you did, you did the infamous towel pose." Yeah. I'm like, "Oh, okay, so. you know." That's, that's pretty hot, though. I like those. I like. I ain't gonna lie. You know how like some guys like the porn where it's not just like straight vagina in your face. It's like some decency to it. I will admit, right. I think you know when guys are sensual with their stuff and they're not like, "Oh, here's my dick suck on it." I think it adds more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I think it turns females on more. Yeah, right. Like, my dick. You know, nobody, no, no. I'm just gonna say, no female wants to be like, oh, damn, because she's gonna be like, oh, well, damn, you know, can you be a little more sensual with it or nicer with it? Like, damn, I'm gonna do it, but come on now. Right, and let me also make it clear. I only, I only sent dick pics this year, but. I'll be doing, I, I got, I'm, I'm creative though, nigga. You, you, you creative. What do you put? Two eyes on it with a red nose and call it Rudolph? No, 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 no. No, get this, get this, get this. You know, when you write, hop out the shower, right? (laughs) You know, it's steamy. It's steamy. The, the, the mirror's all foggy and stuff, you know? That's the picture I sent. So listen to this. You you wipe you wipe the mirror off a little bit, but it, you know when you wipe the mirror off with your hand, it's still a little bit foggy. So when you wipe the mirror off with your hand, you just snap a quick picture. She can't really see nothing, but she can see. And then you t- send it to her. Unlock your phone, bro. After the shower, he had the towel around him, and he was like, I love it. 
Hey, nigga, you read that, nigga. He like, yeah, I'm about to take a sexy picture for these bitches. <laughs> nah, you know, you just wipe it off. You know, I feel you, I feel you keep some shit alive. Yeah, nigga. I ain't never sent no pictures to no random, no random girl I was talking to, though. No, never. Only, only Sierra, because I, I mean, me, me and her have been together for five years, but. Nigga, I ain't never been a motherfucking player in the Mac for so long. And I'm not bragging or nothing like that because it's nothing to brag about, but I'm in this whole mentality of like, mm, what can I say? Like, I never experienced no fucking true love shit. You know what I mean? It was always some little shit here and there, but I, I never experienced that shit. So, my nigga, I'm not even hating or nothing, bro. I, I'm like, shit, nigga. Like, Keep keep pushing, keep pushing, bro. I keep pushing. That that's that's beautiful to me, you know. You gotta find that female. You gotta find that female that gets on your fucking no, he, nerves. Exactly. He gon' nigga. You gotta find a female that gets on your nerves, but you can deal with the nerves that she gets on. They be cute. You be like, I've oh, you so mad. Never had that. I just been like. I mean, I like people and they like me. And we have have you time. have you only dated women from LA? No, I'm not talking about like hookups. Oh, I mean, like dated, like legitimately went on three dates, had sex oh, more than three oh, times. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, I have because oh. LA is a different type of female. It's like, man, like, and people be thinking, like, Shannon be grilling my ass, like, oh, you just mean, you don't want love and all that type of shit. It's like, no, I don't like love, but at the same time, I'm, I'm not going to look for somebody that's going to fulfill the needs that I need to be. And for y'all that don't know, Shannon, Shannon is my mom. Before I can be ready to love something. Say that again. I was just letting him know Shannon Shannon is my mom. Oh yeah. That's his mom. We are we are we are good friends. I'm good friends and family and shit with her. Yeah, so this all family. But this nigga still ain't found the right one, but he keep thinking that he do. Well you know you're not gonna find look, I'm gonna tell you like this, okay? You ain't gonna find it. If you try <laughs> you is, nigga, you just take time. A glass a, a glass of fucking <laughs> Crown said, Royal. You ain't gonna find it. <laughs> you kinda you know what I'm saying? If you search it amongst Crown Royal and you looking for that top top class Jimmy Walker gold label, like get out the, the wrong liquor section, homie. Like step up your class, you know? That's like true. there there are many of females out there and I know would eat up a chocolate brother like you and just be like, oh, he's perfect. He got manners. He's like this and that. And, you know, but you just got to be open to it. I have, but the thing is, though, the thing is, though, is I have insecurities in myself that I need to work on. See, I, I can't, I can't be serious with somebody and, and knowing that 
I have those type of things.